triple X are the best mints though, but you have to be mentally prepared for them. They are seriously intense. Like you have to know where right? I'm, I'm preparing to eat a triple X mint. They're not like a fucking Mentos or something. Did you just have one before you got it? Came, no, came you had out? one though, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, also, if any mint companies are interested, I mean, I'm open to other mints if they want to sponsor the show. We still need a sponsor for this show. Hello and welcome <laughs> to the Balls Fantasy Premier League show. I am Mark Farley. I am joined by James Carr, our usual presenter, Mikey. When I say usual, he's done one show, I think, episode so mm. far. Uh, he is off with a knee at home. He's got a, he's had knee surgery, like we said. He's out for the early season. But he's going to be joining us in just a couple of minutes to chat about his week and chat about the draft that we had on Facebook Live last week. How did that go for you, James? Um, not good. Not good. Not good. We will discuss that in a few minutes. We are obviously live on the Balls Fancy Premier League Facebook page. We're also shared on Balls.e. So if you're watching through, through Balls.e, make sure to give the page a like and also join our group, uh, Fancy Premier League Tips and Advice. And make sure to comment during the live broadcast because we will questions. be having hashtag the ball bag later on. Uh, we'll be going through all the questions, all the comments, getting to them later on in the show. If you're not listening live, you might be listening on iTunes and Stitcher or on YouTube or on some other platform. I can't. There's Social so many media of them. platforms. Social media platforms on Tinder or any of these things. <laughs> uh, also, tweet us throughout the week, hashtag the ball bag, and we will get to your comments on the show. But uh, I think without further ado, let's welcome Mikey Trainer onto the line. Mikey, can you hear us? I can hear you, yeah, and I have absolutely no clue if you can see me, but I'm here anyway. So, um, so yeah, this is new for me. I, I can't see you, but hopefully uh, people watching can see you. <laughs> that, that, is, that is something we hope for, yeah. Um, what did you make of the draft last week? How did you get on? Yeah, so I would echo the uh, sentiments of James <laughs> in that not good is generally the vibe. I mean, I was happy with it initially, but I realized very quickly into week one that I did not draft this team to perform in week one and to start initially. So... I kind of paid for that, and I struggled with a really weak kind of performance uh, in every facet of the game. But um, I'm optimistic going forward. You got 24 say. points. Yeah, it's low. Wow. Um, but looking at the points scores, if I'm going to go into my team, is that what you want me to do at the moment? And how? Yeah, uh, that's good. My guys got. We, on we don't have me. it up on screen, but we might get it up so on yeah, post. Do I got some Joe Rogan points, stuff. Um, but I'm okay with that because I know. Well, first of all, Mignolet and Alonso being two of my bankers in terms of points letting me down and getting zeros is bad and i took a gamble on iwobi and lanzini uh playing that backfired because iwobi didn't feature and lanzini didn't make it then already koscielny is somebody that i've stashed for when he comes back from uh from suspension so i knew that he wasn't going to play and then darmian not getting the nod ahead of daily blind was something i didn't see coming uh, I'm lucky Danilo. I'm lucky my Danilo prediction came through because if he didn't he was a bit six points is like Mane was my first pick. He only got me six as well. Rashford was a good pick. These are players that I'm confident enough will start pulling together going forward. A few tweaks, have a few waivers in mind, and uh, and I think I think I'll be all right long term. But a rough start and a tough fix here. The draft one is weird. Time. Like it's weird because like there is that thing of that it's the long game. Like my mm-hmm. bench is Alexis Sanchez, Trippier, and. Uh, Van Dijk like they're going to be three major players in weeks to come but none of them featured last weekend yeah I'm the same I've got Gundogan and Mendy in mine and then Martial my my team would have been screwed if Martial didn't come on and get me 10 points yeah Martial Martial was another one that kind of had backfired until he actually came on as a sub he came on as a sub and got a goal and assist like my my midfield is Henderson Dembele and Carroll so 3-3-2 Carroll's won in standard leagues as well where I was like what are people at buying this chap but like he's he's gonna bang in corners no Sigurdsson's gone so he'll take penalties free kicks and corners Jesus he's not a bad and he's 4.5 one. 
Yeah, that's Carl's a clever one. Yeah, um, and he's, he's, I think he's my I think the the trend is the same. He's with your both cousin, of you no, and he's with not. most of the <laughs> players that are being drafted in leagues, is that uh, people aren't thinking short term. Like, who do I need to play for me this week? People are thinking over the course of the season, which is ultimately what you have to do. Yeah, but, like uh, I did. I'm I had a bit of a mix of both, but like Jesus got me nothing. Um, Martino, I thought was going to start right back for Everton. He didn't play, and then yeah. so. There's a couple of people drafting this week. I've seen already a few people have drafted. Wait till the second week because there was problems with the fancy football website on Thursday yeah, we night and Friday. Respect, yeah, we were very lucky. Uh, if you are drafting, I had one tactic in into our office league draft, which, the, which was to draft two strikers first. I straight away mentally capitulated and drafted Alexis Sanchez. And on reflection, I then decided to take Ian Acho over Jamie Vardy. Um, and on reflection... I definitely should have drafted two strikers first. It is so difficult to get a decent striker in the draft fancy. Yeah, like Gabby Dean. Like I went for a striker, then goalkeeper, remember? Yes, because you're a madman. Yeah, but I did get to Gea. Who but do you have in Nets? I have Asmir Bekovic. And I've got like Wayne Hennessy or Rob Elliott or someone I can pick up with the Wave Warriors. Oh, don't get me started Wayne Hennessy. Like, uh, you'll see my... Uh, I, I drafted two. I think with my second... I drafted Mane first. So when I didn't have a striker with my first pick, I told myself I'm taking two strikers no matter who is available in the next one I wanted. Alderweireld, I think it was my third pick. So I took Hernandez and Defoe, who are both one and two in my second tier of strikers. I took these drafts seriously. I did the whole draft board thing. And like yeah. as they get picked, you cr- scr- uh, scratch the name off and you t- try and take the highest person left on your board when it's your pick. And that's why you have accused me of stealing your uh, Marcus Alonso master plan. You when did. in reality, that was a he just pick. fell too far. He was free-falling, Marcus Alonso. Yeah, I was trying to trick people. And I'm not Tom Petty. <laughs> um, what was I going to say there? So, yeah, I think the other thing was just that our fancy league, there's too many people in it. I think yeah. a 10-team league is probably max. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like that's what I was going to say. Like If we're 12, team, 12 players in it and you get to the second round, it's tough to get a good second striker. Like, I was third pick, I think, which meant that when I didn't take a striker first it was like 21 picks in i was picking my first striker but anyway let's get on to the standard league i see steven's laughing off air is mikey are you eating stuff mikey no i'm just having a bit of fun with the people who <laughs> anyway no me. Yeah. <laughs> um, i read the standard league i mean standard league hasn't gone much better for me uh, i panicked i had my team set i went home friday half past six eating dinner so i'd have a little play around with it all of a sudden i'd sold him a lukaku i bought raheem sterling sorry I bought so, hold Selenko. up hold up you sold Lukaku before the game had even started? Yes. Why? Oh, because Mark. I went... Do you know what? Sergio Aguero was the best striker in the Premier League and everyone's just forgotten about I'm not it. doubting that. So to hell with this, I'm buying Aguero. And then I bought Aguero and went, shit, I have no Man United players now on my team. So then I said, I'm going to get in Mkhitaryan. To get Mkhitaryan, I had to sell Deli Ali. So when I sold Deli Ali, I bought Sterling and Mkhitaryan, which then allowed me to buy Selenko, who apparently was going to play for Liverpool. So I bought Selenko... And Sterling, neither of them played. Is it Selenko or Selenka? Solanke. Solanke. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you, you, got, you, got, you got a solid Solero three Selenkos in there in quick succession. <laughs> you were saying it as well. I, was like, I have no idea how to pronounce this man's name. Jesus, Paul Merson over here. Yeah, Paul Merson. <laughs> why, why is it always going to be a forward striker? <laughs> yeah, whatever his name is. <laughs> but gee, oh my god like Lukaku was the most picked player in the game this year there, that's is Look that it. not giving you something I knew that but I, did, I don't want to sell Harry I was either I had to choose between Kane or Lukaku basically. see I have an, I had a master plan I am not didn't have Harry Kane for the first game week and I'm not having him for the next game week I'm bringing him in on the third game week 
Interesting. Yeah. One thing which are, which are transfers then as well. We're trying to fix this fiasco this week. Oh, that's, um, it's a fiasco. It is right. a fiasco. And I, I, so I made two transfers. I got rid of Luka- I brought in Lukaku and I brought in oh I think it's Mooney or someone. Um, as my third striker. But I went Raheem Sterling. I have a starting four midfield that I'm happy with, so I can wait till next week to sell Sterling. Disaster. Sterling's gone down now to seven point nine, which basically, basically like this is the thing with fantasy with standard league when you, when you lose value in the player. That means really that he's gone down. 0.5 million yeah because it can't do anything with that extra 0.4 like i can't buy an 8 million midfielder now i can only buy a 7.5 one i don't want to criticize your team but sterling what sterling was a differential i thought <laughs> i also will say i see absolutely nothing in sterling com- like in comparison to the other man city options yeah like he's, he's someone like that's attractive forward. because of the price but he just doesn't have the end product in terms of fantasy which has long been a criticism of I his have- actual football skill as well I have two expensive defenders in my team, and I want to get rid of them, like ASAP. Go on. As in, I've got, I can't, I can't pronounce his name, Kalasanak. I think that's Kalasinac, it. Kalasanak, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna, I've got him and Kyle Walker. That's 12 and a half million. So, like, I'm going to have to get rid of one of them if I want to get Harry Kane in. I've got no defender over 5 million in my yeah. regular. I, I like that tactic. That used to be my tactic always. you got to have a cheap defense, cheap goalkeeper, and you stack your midfield and forwards. But mm-hmm. this year, I've gone for Kyle Walker. All right, kind of like, kind of like I had Alonso in my team last year, and he racked up the points. And I feel like Walker could be the Marcus Alonso this year. I have Alonso. Yeah. Like I think Alonso's still good value. I know they conceded three goals at the weekend, but Alonso nearly scored about six times looking at that game. Yeah, that's true. But seven million is a lot for a defender when you yeah. when considering like if he concedes a goal, that's it. Like do you know what I mean? Like you're hoping for a goal, but also Alexander Arnold. I mean, the man's yeah. cheap, but like Liverpool. I'm are gambling on him being in so the team. So Liverpool, yeah. As you, what, what did you what did you say about Liverpool? They're just their box office. The box office. You have to watch them because they're just always they're the mail of football. <laughs> not that everybody wants to see them win or anything, but it's just that like you, there's no Liverpool game not worth watching. Mm-hmm. You will always regret not watching a Liverpool game, <laughs> even the Hoffenheim game during the week. I was like, ah, yeah. And then I like five minutes into it, Manchester United last year, nil nil on the oh, Friday yeah. night football, Red Friday, I oh, think it yeah. was, and it was one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. Red Thursday, so it was a Red Tuesday. I'll save you, whatever um, it was. But that was Man United's fault. That wasn't Liverpool's fault. That was yeah. Mourinho going. I am, I am done. I am done with the fun. Yeah, he no parked the bus. He parked yep. the bus. Um, Mikey, we're going to have to let you go soon, but before you go, we're going to get your waiver wire pick for this yeah. week. We're going to get so, your bargain bucket and standard, and we're going to get your captain choice. Okay, so my waiver i was gonna say there at the end of the regular fantasy roundup talk that i'm like you i made two transfers but rather than seeing players and thinking oh i want to bring them in it was more of i actually need players that i know are going to play in positions because of gambles i went wrong but uh the first name on my waivers list i'm gonna get i'm gonna actually throw a couple of waivers out there yeah please do because uh, i only have two because uh because i because i have a, a big watch list already amassed that's a pretty cool feature on the uh, on the fantasy side of stuff and uh, the first name i'm gonna throw out there is aaron moy of uh, Huddersfield, he was someone that I was thinking about pre-season, but I didn't have any faith in Huddersfield starting as well as they did against Crystal Palace. They're playing Newcastle next. That's a game that they'll be right up for. And I think Moy is at the centre of everything for them. I see a lot of Charlie Adam Blackpool in uh, Ooh, Aaron I like Moy, that. I like where that he's just kind of involved in everything that they do. He's a really, really tight player. 
Okay, and come on, give us who else have you got? You say you got a couple of names uh, there. Yeah, Maya Yoshida is another one. That yes, is, I don't know if you Maya if you watched Yoshida. that game, the Southampton game. Maya Yoshida could have scored four or five goals. Southampton could have scored twenty eight goals <laughs> in that match, and of those twenty eight, five or six maybe <laughs> fell to Maya Yoshida, <laughs> and I saw him taking free, free kicks kick? as exactly, well. Yeah, and I'm like, hold on here, what's what's happened there? And it was a good free uh, kick. So, um, Yoshida is immediately someone that's on my radar because, as I say, Southampton defender and. Like, if he knew how to find the back of the net, he'd probably be a 20-goal-a-season defender, <laughs> judging by week one. Um, and the last name, I'm going to I'm gonna give you three. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if Stephen Ward isn't picked up in your leagues, pick up Stephen Ward. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> the other... Yeah, the last the act, last actual waiver I'm going to give is Granite Jacka, who <sighs> I noticed is uh, under the radar and not drafted in a number of leagues. If he's going to play for Arsenal every week, like it looks like he is going to, for a free agent, you're talking assists. You're, talk, you're definitely talking yellow cards with yeah. regularity. Here's my thing with Chaka because he's the most transferred in player in standard this, this week. Yeah. Is he not a defensive midfielder and is it not the equivalent of drafting... Uh, like, Granted, he's t- taken set pieces last weekend, but that's because Sanchez isn't there. When Sanchez yeah. comes back, is it not the equivalent of drafting an N'Golo Kante or a Matic? No, he's not. Here's, 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 a, here's an American football fantasy term that I'm going to bring into the our fantasy game for the first time Curveball. on this show, and it's called garbage time. Now, the reason that quarterbacks from teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Miami Dolphins and these guys that don't win all the time are valuable is because when the game is gone and they need to score points and they just start passing it, they get the stats and they get extra yards. What we saw with Granite Jacket against Leicester was when Arsenal are in desperation mode and Giroud is off the bench, there are assists there to be gotten. Mm. And I wouldn't call him a defensive midfielder. I would call him a central midfielder in that mm. Arsenal team. They don't really play a defensive oh, yeah, uh, midfielder defend, anymore yeah, sorry. To, in, with that formation, three at the back. So uh, he's more of a centre midfielder. And you're talking free kicks. Arsenal are a team. Once Koscielny comes back as well, uh, that will threaten from set pieces. And like he, he got an assist and possibly more in the first week. So he's someone that I immediately was like, okay, I'm going to try and get him on the team. I'm disappointed. So I'm giving away. I'm disappointed that you've, you've mentioned him because he is my number one waiver yeah. wire pick and you are bottom of the table. So I need to get back to the drawing board. So now. welcome. Welcome to the club, Granite. We'll do uh, a <laughs> yeah. we'll uh, quick before you go, sure before you go, uh, Mikey, your, your pick for the bargain bucket in standard league. Bargain bucket. Uh, I will go with Nemanja Matic at five million. Has his price risen? This is now, I'm not having, I'll, I'll take Xhaka, but Matic is never going to do anything. <coughs> Mark. I agree with Mark. I mean, oh, that no. is... I'm uh, delighted. Five million as well. I picked purely for uh, the price. A starting Manchester United player, I didn't care to do well on my team. And after watching him against West Ham, instantly delighted that I have him on my team. At no. five million. Did you put him in your you team? At the start yeah, of the season? Yeah, I had him in my team. Yeah, him in. Okay. One of my there. only point scorers in week You're on the fantasy website. Can you look up midfielders, max price, five million? And let's see all the better players you can get for five million. Right. Well, Aaron Moy is 5.5. I love how, I love how like, our plan, Mikey, yeah, was to get you to just name three players and let you go. And we're like 15 minutes yeah. into this. Re- to be honest, <laughs> really we're we're taking a deep dive. Are, really are you looking for Ducure from Watford, Mark? Is that someone? No, who we're looking at like, you know, we're not looking at much here. Can I pl- let me just let me just play the case for Maddox one more time here. You're talking about somebody that's going to play for Manchester United every week in the Premier League. Yeah. In a team that's proven now in the first game that they're going to be creating chances at home. He's going to be providing assists. He's a giant. So he's, he's going to be getting up for set pieces. He got four 
was it four goals he scored for Chelsea last year and assists on? No, sorry, it was only four yellow cards he picked up. So mm. if you're talking about him in the same make as a Kante or a defensive midfielder, four yellow cards over the season is I'll, t- I'll take that on the chain for the points that he could offer at five million. Like there's no better midfielder. Tom Carr is four point five. Four point five. Emery Chan is five million. I think I'd rather have Emery Chan over Nemanja Matic. Also, well, that's uh, weird. Ruben well, Loftus okay. Cheek is four point five. <laughs> Ruben Loftus Cheek. Tom was Carl, you're going to down with your favorite Swansea. All right. Okay, we'll see. We'll see who has more okay, points. The end okay, of the right. And then, <laughs> who, who, yeah, your captain's pick. Uh, Romelu Lukaku. Lukaku. So you're striking while, while the iron is hot. I think confidence is high. Swansea are kind of in rag order at the moment. Mm-hmm. And big Romelu. Yeah, um, they, they looked very poor against Southampton. My just God. before you go, Mikey, uh, Rory Fallon is in Facebook comments. He says Matage all the way, so he's in your camp. But Good we will man, see. That's we it. will see, like, Rory. Lads, he was I, unbelievable against West Ham. And like, think about bonus points. Anyway, you're talking about real I football, think, though. Anyway, yeah, but I'm, I think he can cross over. And anyway, deliver. Mikey, will you, we hope we will have you back in the <laughs> shed, in the fantasy yeah. shed soon. In, in full health, uh, we've got we've made that we made the fantasy shed wheelchair accessible in case that knee doesn't heal up in time. Just okay, in case. Okay, well. I hurt um, my feelings, but alright. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, until then, we're going to let you go, Mikey, and we're going to talk about our own waiver wire picks. We're going to talk about our own captain choices and bargain bucket picks. Also, we'll be having hashtag the ball bag, so make sure to comment on Facebook or on Twitter with hashtag the ball bag, or just comment under the Facebook live, and we'll get your questions at the end of the show. See you, Mikey. See ya. He's gone. Good luck, Mikey. Uh, your waiver wire pick this week, James. My waiver wire pick. Well, it was going to be Granite Chaka. Yeah. But now I've changed it. Phil Jones. Phil, Phil Jones. Jones, yeah. yeah. He's going into my team, my regular team as well. Uh, was he not drafted in our league? No, he wasn't That's drafted incredible. in our league. And he looks like he's going to be starting the Premier League for the foreseeable future. Mourinho came out and said uh, Lindelof wasn't ready for the Premier League. And Lindelof can play right back, centre back, centre midfield. So you could see him playing in the likes of those positions. So I just think Phil Jones is going to be, Bailly and Jones are going to be starting centre backs. Bailly probably picks up more yellow cards. I'm not. That's not saying much now about Phil Jones yeah. either, but I'm sure he's a bit less. So I think that's who I'm going. Can for. I agree with that? My one is going to be a very obvious one as well. It's Mooney for uh, for Huddersfield. Yeah, look like, good. Huddersfield looked great. He is. He had a great record in League Un. League Un. And it was just we were we were talking about this. I think in the first episode, we were just like, can he translate it? Dimitri, we said it's only League Un, but then League Un. <laughs> like, uh, uh, but uh, Dimitri Payet we were saying was another example of that who brought it over straight away yeah. uh, IU as well um, I think Mooney is like he didn't he wasn't drafted in our 12 team league he's so a big he's, money signing though yeah. as well and also like I had Glenn Murray so obviously my first pick I'm giving it away now like, this is the problem <laughs> we can't discuss the office league really with our waiver wire picks because it haven't been processed yet but uh, I've given away but I'm going with Mooney and Okaka for Watford is an interesting one I was thinking about be, him as well immediately when we were watching it in the office or whatever and but he got got subbed off. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But Marco Silva, like Watford, are going to be very good, and mm. you have the potential of an Gallo type there, who's just mm. going to score goals for about three months. And the other one I want to ask you about, just your opinion on it, Chris Brunt. He's Chris, in my team. He's in, in my. Team. He's in my. He's in both my draft teams, and he's in my regular team at the moment. But I had him in on the base that he'd be playing left wing or centre yeah. mid. He started left back. He did get an assist though for Higazi's goal. And now I would like to bring up Higazi because you were talking about a bargain bucket. Yes. I know he's gone up 4.6, but I think people should be looking to get him in pretty quickly. Six foot five, st- uh, West Brom score pretty much all their goals from set pieces and he could be the new uh, Gareth McCauley. The new Gareth McCauley the until new- Gareth McCauley comes back from injury and replaces him in the team quite I possibly. I think Higazi is going to be there. Six foot five Egyptian. 
Getting his head oh, on things. God. Uh, I can't remember my bargain bucket. Uh, <laughs> one, I forgot to pick it. And two, I can't remember the price of them, but I had one in my head. It's just a chap that you might have forgotten isn't playing with Chelsea anymore. And I got him, on, I got him in both my draft leagues really late on because no one had, no had realised he was even there. Asmir Begovic. Yeah. Begovic at Bournemouth. He's starting in goals. I know some, some, this might be news to some people. Everyone's talking about Arta Boric, the holy goalie, but nobody's talking about him. But everyone just assumes Arta Boric, the holy goalie, is in goals for Bournemouth. But he's not. Asmir Begovic is there. Now, hopefully this works out better than my bargain book picked last week, which was Speroni for Crystal Palace, because a little dicky bird had told me that Speroni was going to start instead of Wayne Hennessy. Is he the, did not. Is that the same dicky bird that told you that Solanke is going to start for Liverpool? Yes, it is. And that dicky bird was wrong. Yeah. Speaking of little <laughs> dicky boards, it's time to move on to hashtag the ball bag. Uh, we are going to take questions from the audience. Uh, let's check the old Facebook Live. We've got Miguel Perez oh. is in the comments. Okay. Um, Actually, sorry, no. Seamus Connolly's in the college co- comments. They're not the same person. <laughs> Maybe they are. Miguel Perez is, of course, our uh, fancy football guru on the site. He would class himself as a little, little dicky board, a little dicky board. Um, <laughs> he would. Uh, he's been. He's got loads of advice up and say he's got draft rankings. He's updated on this week. He's got a uh, top eight players to pick. A lot of. He's got loads of bargain book choices. And mm. um, he's also found Phil Neville's fantasy football team and is engaging. I in saw season that. Long. Yeah, it's interesting. Has anybody found Owen Hargreaves' team yet? Remember Owen Hargreaves last season? Yeah, he, he was. Miguel, let's get on that. Yeah. Um, actually, I have a rumour. I have a rumour oh. that I'm going to bring to the fantasy shed, James. Right. There is a rumour going around that Balls.ie may have found Wes Houlihan's fantasy football team. Really? Would you be interested in seeing that fantasy I football team? I want to see that right now. Immediately. Well, we won't be able to see it immediately okay. because I'm afraid to get out of the Facebook comments in case they delete like they did last week. But you can check <laughs> it up. Check it out on site tonight and tomorrow, which will be... Tomorrow's been Friday. So we'll yeah. have it up at some stage. Also, the Nevelino one is up there already. Phil Neville's uh, team's ever. Anyway, getting back to Miguel Perez's actual comment. He asks, who's top of the office draft? Of the office draft? That's an that's a knowing, a knowing question. I don't even know. I'm gonna Miguel to... Perez is top of the, is he? of the fantasy draft. He is. He's got a serious team, and like that goes to show you, you need to check out our fantasy football content on balls.co.uk and balls.ee. That is fair he enough. It's done the research, and it has paid off from straight away. How many points did he get? To 61. Take? 61. I got 20. That's very good for a draft. Unbelievable. Like, very good. Yeah, he hammered And remember, there's no captain's pick or anything in yeah, the... Yeah, actually, the that's incredible with no captain. 61 points. Ben Davies... Okay, he got him. For, he had he had Maratta and Ericsson. That is a lovely team. And Ben Davies is a great bargain bucket boy as well. Yeah. Um, going on to more comments. Daniel McClure says forwards Vardy, Lukaku, and the little P. Eighty four points, so not bad. But will they change a striker? And I'd if so, get, who? I'd be getting rid of the little P pretty quickly. Yeah, West Ham have terrible run of fixtures. They just looked awful on the mm. weekend. Like nothing going for them. Like. You, if you, who can you get in for the instead Dwight of Gale P, for this week? He scored three goals against Huddersfield last season. There, there we you go. go. There we go. That's a ri- you can afford a little risk at this age with 84 points. And you get 0.5 in the bank. Yeah. And if he works out, then you can spend that 0.5 somewhere else. My suggestion would be you've got 84 points. Do you need to make a transfer at all this week and save two for next week? That's Chikorita one more week. Oh, that's that's week. fair. But but I, I, I see West Ham. Yeah, West Ham are a bit of worry. Uh, quickly before we go, Rory Maher says, better off going for a more attacking midfielder. I think that was in relation to Manny Matic. We're talking five million, so really the more attacking, the only ones you can get are. To- like, to be fair to Mikey, there is a serious dearth of players for that price. Uh, you're talking Tom Carroll, you're talking Ruben Loftus Cheek. Ruben Loftus Cheek, I saw individual highlights of Ruben Loftus Cheek, and he he plays just off the striker, and he looked awesome. Yeah, I think I would go, I have Loftus Cheek in my team. And then, as 4. Said, 5. Tom Carroll, Tom Carroll as well takes the free kicks. Yeah, so. Sigurdsson gone. Mm. Um, 
Gabbiadini says James Painter. I presume that's no. in relation to Daniel McClure saying if he gets rid of Chikorito, who could he bring in? Like Gabbiadini got subbed off again. Gabbiadini is the worry because I feel to the time of a great run of fixtures, but I feel if he doesn't play well, he can just be yeah. you know replaced by Charlie. But I feel Austin that with all the Southampton strikers. So if one yeah. starts one week, one's going to come off after seventy minutes, and 100%. they're going to bring them on. Speaking of Southampton strikers, you also got uh, James Rodriguez um, for West Brom. West Brom, yes. Um, he did. I, he's done well. He nearly scored a couple of times at the start, but I, he's playing off the striker. Really, mm. he's not exactly up front. Um, so I don't know about him, but I'd be thinking Gabby Dini. Mm. It wouldn't be a bad choice, but again, I'm just worried. Like Southampton, Southampton, you need a Southampton player in your team. Yeah, is the thing. But 100%. I'm just worried, worried about. Striker. I think Tadic. He yeah. what, what's he seven million maybe I think yeah he I think he could be a good shout now yeah he's probably a little like, more expensive is he? Southampton looked very good um, very good at the weekend I don't know how they didn't score we've loads of comments coming in here um, Brian Mullen or Barry Mullins I should say says uh, oh sorry yeah best pick of the expensive midfielders asks Barry expensive midfielders personally over the long term you're gonna hate it who Kevin am I gonna Bruyne. say Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne. Bruyne yeah like De Bruyne is solid like there's you're not going to go wrong to many of them I think Henry Henry Mkhitaryan you brought, is, I, he's it, not that expensive is a thing 8 million 8 million he's great value 8 million great and he's gonna, it looks like he's going to start a lot of the games yeah, now that right behind the striker right behind the striker so they're going to have Rashford and whoever else on the wings or whatever then they have Matic Pogba in, in behind them that's going to be their they're kind of yeah. midfield. Also Deli Ali. I mean Deli Ali, you can't go wrong with Deli Ali. I had him in, like I said, I panicked and sold well I needed to sell him to get more points in, but I should have sold Kane and kept Ali to save money that way. But I wasn't too it wasn't a disaster because I got rid of Ali and brought so I could bring in Mkhitaryan. Mm. Christian so, Eriksen Christian Eriksen looked good and do you know who did play for Spurs at the weekend and he was uh, injured was Son. Did yeah, he, oh, I love he Son came on so now much. so he he could be a right old differential for people now because they wouldn't have. They, nobody would have picked him, and he's eight million. Yeah, he's so much cheaper. He's That's the same the price. So he's too expensive. He's for me. one and a half million cheaper than Ali and um, Ericsson. Yep. Uh, so hopefully, Barry, you can pick one of them seventeen people we just mentioned. <laughs> uh, Simon Ryan, if you got fifty-six points last week, is a wild card in order this week? Kevin De Bruyne, Kane, Mihailovic, and Zaha in my team. Well, I'd be getting Zaha out straight away. Get yeah. Zaha out and put Willian in. Seven million, same price. Oh, that's a good point. Um, and Willian's great. Like Willian, Willian played solid. well at the yeah, weekend. Got an assist. He was solid. Yeah. Uh, wild card. It's an interesting one. I think wild cards are underrated after week one. It's not a bad idea. Uh, it's fifty-six points though. That's not a bad. That's not bad. Yeah. That's a what I average. would do. Here's what I would do: is if you're making a couple of transfers, maybe risk dropping the point at this stage. Mm. If you want to make a few transfers, drop eight points or something. No, I wouldn't. I would never do eight points now. Ever. Never. Ever. Eight points is a lot. Eight points, four points is just about enough. If he wanted to, you're tapping the table, James, and you're making a lot of noise. I know, I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> no, he shed his I wouldn't. For this. I wouldn't do that. I would. I'd be getting. I'd be getting Zaha. Out. He's out for four weeks. Get in Willian straight away, who's guaranteed to start. Pedro yeah. and Hazard. I got around that. I think I got like fifty-four points or something. That's okay. It's not. I, mean, I dropped four points. The manager of the week, week got a hundred and twenty-eight points, and when I first saw it, he used bench boost. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But then I looked at it, and I was like. It's going to be very rare if you use bench boost and you're going to get six points from Jones, 11 points from Mkhitaryan and five points from Maris. So it worked yeah, out for him. it worked out for him. Like I would always save the bench boost to the end of the season when double there's a double game, game week and you can have... 30 uh, players playing. Yeah, exactly. Um, last comment comes from Owen Hanley on Facebook. He just simply asks Elneny. Wenger was talking about playing him centre-back. Jesus. So that tells like, you everything. 
Jacka, I think if you were going to, and again, I, I'm still not convinced about Jacka. As Mikey, if you're just tuning in, Mikey before he went off the line described him as a garbage time player. Um, like that's, that. that's that's a compliment, by the way, not an insult. <laughs> uh, like I would, I would say he's no. You're better off buying anyone else. Not like just don't even buy an Arsenal player. No, buy Jacka if you need. If you're just you're, it's like I need an Arsenal midfielder in there. But put it, put it this way: I was mulling over at the start of the season, Brunt or Jacka. I was disappointed that I didn't pick. Jacko, when I saw it, got the two assists, but Bronx got me. Yeah, got me. The and the other thing is that you got Santi Cotola uh, coming back soon enough, and that's probably going to spell the end of Elneny or someone. When was the last time Santi Cotola even played? Look, when he, whenever he did play as PJ <laughs> Brown in the office, who uh, had a great time with uh, a world winning this, his, his fun team, his now fully fit and injury free uh, Danny Welbeck had a stormer in the first week. Crazy, but, uh, as PJ said, the last time. Uh, that Catola played for Arsenal he was running the show it he may was. have been about four years ago at this stage but still now he's back he's going to be fully fit and injury free alongside a fully fit and injury free Danny Welbeck so I mean that spells the end of Elneny and I think every other Premier League team's hope of winning the league because Arsenal are run away with it but anyway that is it from us make sure to uh, like our Fancy Football page and also join the Fancy Premier League Tips and Advice Facebook group it's a mouthful I tell you <laughs> uh, we were, we're obviously on iTunes on Stitcher also hit the little turn on to be notified when we go live on Facebook uh, you can get it up on the screen up here on the left or the right I don't know which it is um, and subscribe to us on iTunes subscribe to us on Stitcher Comment with hashtag the ball bag, tweet with hashtag the ball bag. But until next week, it's a goodbye from me, a goodbye from Mikey, and a goodbye from James. Say goodbye, James. Goodbye.